Hello. Bienvenidas mujeres del siglo XXI. Welcome to Women of the 21st Century, a podcast where we talk with women who are leaders, entrepreneurs, empowered women who have changed their lives in this 21st century. I'm Sarai. I'm the host. Let's start talking. Hello. Bienvenidos a Mujeres del Siglo XXI. I'm Sarai, your host, and this is Capitulo 10. This is Capitulo 10. Woohoo! We are the Chapter 10. Chapter 10. Chapter yes. 10. Yes. Thank lucky you. lucky number. And I have a wonderful woman here. Oh my God. I don't know how to say it. Um, she is uh, Tere Luna. She's a singer. She's dancing, Mexican dancing for Claire. She's a therapist. Physical therapy, something like this? No. No. <laughs> okay. And uh, mom, singer, and I don't know what else. I think many. You are multitask, I, I guess. <laughs> I do multitasking. <laughs> well, uh, Sarai, muchas gracias. Thank you so much for inviting me tonight to your podcast. I'm so excited to be here, and I greet all your audience. Uh, I'm the lucky one to be in chapter 10. Chapter 10. <laughs> the Woo-hoo. lucky number. Yes. So we want to know about more about Tere Luna. Okay, Tere Luna. I was born in Mexico City, mm-hmm. and I came to the United States um, a long time ago. The first time I was 18, I came to uh, learn and more like uh, practice my English. And then I went back to Mexico. Then I came back. I got married. And then I was in Houston for uh, four years. And then I came to New England, to Connecticut. So I've been here for a long time. For a long time. Wow. <laughs> yes. And so I, when I came to the United States, I was um, taking ballet lessons and jazz mm-hmm. and singing lessons. Mm-hmm. It was always something that I wanted to do, but I didn't pursue. I just um, did my my career. Um, then I came here and I had my family, so I was dedicated to my, my two sons. And well, as they grew up, I would... Um, I would um, uh, volunteer to the schools mm-hmm. and um, offer the dances, um, you know, like if there was a celebration in Mexico, I would tell the the teacher, oh, you know, in Mexico we celebrate the independence of Mexico, for instance, and then I would say, uh, can I bring uh, some music and can I dance? And they would be excited, and then I would do my dance and uh, so that's how I kind of started going back to what I really wanted to do. My first dance in Mexico was an Aztec dance. Aztec dance, wow. Yes, I was in first grade. Uh, and it was just so magical uh, to to do the dance and, you know, the costume. And then we sang that song also. And it was really something that at that time really was like um, uh, the 
for me to notice that this is what I, I really like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Mexico, the tradition that we do the dances, the folkloric dances in the elementary school. And then I started singing. So I was uh, in the choir in junior high and do the dances also. So then I started taking singing lessons. And um, I... Uh, as the time went by, mm-hmm. I kept taking, you know, lessons, but um, I would sing sometimes at some uh, family gatherings. Yeah. And in my father's family, uh, we have um, musicians and uh, m- some groups, you know, um, one of my dad's cousins, she was the singer of a group, and he sang one of my dad's song. My dad's, he, he wrote a song, and he... he um, she recorded that song in one of the long plays, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, that's I I kept doing little things and there, but never something formal, mm-hmm. till um, I decided here that this is what I really want to do, and I start started to take the lessons again, because after so long, you know, you go out of shape in your voice and you forget. Um, I took piano lessons, but then I forgot all about, you know, the notes, how to read the music. So um, this is how I I started uh, going back to the music with volunteering. And then I was in a few groups of Mexican folkloric dance. We perform in different locations at schools, and they would hire us uh, to, to perform, or we just did it because it was fun. And, uh, well, it was not easy because some of the members, um, they had uh, commitments, you know, they they worked or Mm -hmm. they had their family. And, um, you know, to practice and do the choreography, uh, it wasn't easy. So some of them decided not to continue. And I decided to go solo and do the dance and Mm -hmm. the singing solo. So when you come to um to United States, you was you say you was living in Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you was there, you you was thinking about okay, I'm gonna start over again. My dancing folklore, my sing, my singing. Not at that time because mm-hmm. I was dedicated to raising my my first child, and mm-hmm. the other one was born here. Mm-hmm. So I was really dedicated to to them. Okay. So that's why you was first, first of all, you had to take care of your two kids because you had two kids. Yes. yes. And then racing. And then when when you you decide thinking, OK, now I had to work for myself. Yes, um, that was something that it, it happened gradually. Mm-hmm. As I said, you know, I would volunteer and then I would get um, in touch with with Mexico like I, mm-hmm. I never my roots are that mm-hmm. and and I would just try to bring it, that culture here because um, people like the colors the music the dresses and so that's how I slowly started doing my my dancing again my singing again and so after some time when I decided to go solo uh, you know more um it's more a commitment to to. I decided, okay, yes, I have to keep with my lessons to mm-hmm. keep my voice and and grow as as an artist. 
Wow. Yeah, I was like thinking, okay, so you remember your first uh, dress when you start? Where, in Mexico? No, here. Here, it was um, a, a skirt, a flowery skirt, because I had bought some fabric mm -hmm. and made the skirt mm -hmm. and with the um, embroidered blouse okay. that I wore at that time. And I would bring my tape recorder, because mm -hmm. at that time those were the tapes, yeah. <laughs> and then I would bring my music, and that's what I would bring to school to, to do my dance. I, I remember when, when, I, when we started talking, and, and you was telling me something about your kids, and when you go to school, and the embrace, tenían pena de ver a su mamá. Because they were not used to it, um, and... Uh, But the teachers loved it. Yeah. And I remember then they, they knew I was from Mexico and would ask uh, one time, one of the teachers, the Spanish teachers, asked me if I could bring some, cook some food uh, for the for the class. Mm -hmm. And then um, I made the the hard tacos, the flutes, as mm -hmm. some people call them. And um, I, I did the class for tacos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because the teachers would ask, uh, you know. Yeah. This, so it was, it's, I was thinking it was nice to involve in all this on the school. And it, much, I think, we need to show the kids where we come from and the roots, like you say. We, we don't have to forget about the roots. Most, I think, your kids, they're from another side. Yeah, they have a, another roots. Yeah, that they are. Uh, they have other culture also, but they, they, they love their heritage. And for me, it was very important ever since um, I saw the community how it was growing, and it was important for me for the children to learn because some of the parents work so hard that don't have time to mm -hmm. teach the kids, you know, about our culture, mm -hmm. and. So some of them forgot about it or they're not interested. <laughs> But for me, it was important for the children to uh, to yeah. learn the the um, the culture. And as the time went by, I proposed um, my plan. Um, it didn't happen at that time when I was uh, when my kids were little. Um, you know, in elementary school, it didn't happen at that time. But then it opened up this opportunity for me to work for Hartford Performs, mm -hmm. a nonprofit organization, uh, which is the arts integrative to um, the the classes. Uh, so I've been there for five, six years. Wow. And um, I'm very happy because what I wanted to do at the beginning is happening, and now it's not only with the Latin communities. It has opened up to other cultures, and so it's really nice. It's very rewarding for me. Sometimes the the kids get so excited and then come and hug me, you know, the little girls, or they come, oh, your dress is so beautiful. Yeah, I love the colors. I, like. I love the skirt. <laughs> and, um, you know, when... When we do the waves, uh, las olas, mm. with the skirt, they just get get mesmerized <laughs> with the dances, and and they love to dance. So I have two programs with Harvard Performs. Uh, one is just a show, mm. and the other one I teach uh, choreography, and then we follow up and we have three sessions. And this is a wonderful opportunity for me. 
uh, to work with them because they are learning other culture and the teachers get to choose uh, their program. We have more than 70 artists, mm -hmm. uh, all different um, artists. Mm -hmm. And so the teacher get to choose uh, what um, artists they want to have for that year, mm -hmm. school year. And so it's been really successful for me and rewarding. And what I wanted to do a long time ago, it's happening it's now. Happening. Yes, so I'm really happy. So how long you been working with Hartford Perform? Um, uh, around five years. Five years? Five, yeah. And you think it's, it's now you see the difference and, and this situation like like Mexican, you think you don't feel like racist things? Well, I um, don't think that way mm -hmm. because um, I think if you focus into that, then you're going to create, for me, reality, you create reality. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sometimes, well, yes, I've, I've seen things that happen and as we have seen some other places. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I try not to focus on that. Um, I think children are pretty open to to learn mm -hmm. and to enjoy. So I think that is really nice. It's really important. The, the kids love and that's, that's what it is. Yeah, the acceptance. And, um, and I like what I do. So sometimes um, it depends on the class that I'm going to teach. Mm -hmm. I bring like food or um, sweets that we have, um, vegetables, so they can see, you know, what, if they see it in the market, they would know what they what are. It is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so one of the teachers said, oh, you brought Mexico with you. <laughs> and, 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 and it's very, very nice for, for me to see that. So I try not to focus into that matter of like you're different uh, because children are uh, really open to acceptance yes that's very important that's mm -hmm. why if you're raising things like you raise your kids like you don't have to show the color you know how to say the culture where they come from you have to just enjoy it and play with other ones and don't see that that things don't separate people don't separate kids for because that and I remember when uh, uh, I remember when I was here, and I see a little girl, and she would say, uh, talking to you, to her mom, she was uh, African American. She would say, "Oh, I know tacos, I know tamales," and she <laughs> was so happy because she said she know tamales. And I was like, "Why? How old is she? She was eight. And, and she said, "Oh, because we have a teacher. We have many." Um, he said, "We are celebrating Cinco de Mayo, so they know Cinco de Mayo." And mm -hmm. I was, "Wow, they they know." And at that. They really accept and they like the food. And, and don't get me wrong. It has, I know it happened one time when my son was in um, in kindergarten. And one time he said, oh, you know, this friend said that he doesn't like brown people. Mm -hmm. And I was like shocked uh, because, you know, at such an age, like, Six, uh, six years seven, yeah. uh, they just uh, say what they hit at home mm -hmm. and um it, it happened that he got invited to to this boy's birthday mm -hmm. and then you know so it didn't say that anymore but mm -hmm. uh, yeah at that time he said that and um like i didn't 
don't pay attention to really what uh, the yes. color doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, you know, hearing that from a young, uh, his his friend from school, it was for me uh, hard. Yeah. But uh, then just, you know, we, we accept everybody. So we expect that. And then maybe uh, they don't accept certain people. And we have to also accept that, you know, acceptance, because um, we know that uh, some people are not going to like us. And so whether you're brown, blue, yellow, doesn't uh, it doesn't matter. So sometimes, and, and that's part of life. Yeah. You know, they are the, the, the opposites. And, and that's We how. need to be just clear. Um, some some people don't, don't really like brown or black people, but we're here. <laughs> we just here. We, we never go in. Well, I think this is the time where um, we are awakening mm -hmm. and we are awakening and um, everything comes to one thing, love, the love that comes from the heart. And once you get that love and you keep uh, working on your spirituality, then you get this knowing of unconditional love mm -hmm. and then you love or There's no people color. that is no no, and and some people can think you know uh, well love yes it's so easy to say that but it is <laughs> it's simple as is just to cultivate the spirituality and then you awaken that those feelings so you get to love and the show kids love exactly. That's yes, why. because every, all the kids, they, whatever they say, whatever they feel, they come from home. Yeah, many, many times, yeah, they would say that. So I was thinking, so on this program, Teddy, um, you were working involving on this, on the school with kids. Do you think Spanish people really help you? You feel they're involved in this? Uh, yeah, they got to get involved in school. Mm -hmm. And then you come to the, uh, you know, the beginning of the year when we have to go and see the teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, some can go because they have to work. Uh, there is mom who, who you have other children and they are not able to, to attend. Or maybe the language. But I think now, yes, now they, there is more help. Mm -hmm. There is more help because they have translation at schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of my friends have worked at school helping children and translate or help them because they are here and they speak only Spanish mm -hmm. and they are in the transition of learning. And the good thing is that they learn so fast that, um, but yes, at the beginning it might be a cultural shock, mm -hmm. uh, but I consider that to today uh, there is so much opportunity to to learn, to grow, to help, mm -hmm. because, you know, on the internet, you can can ask for help. Or, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now we have Google Translate and everything else. <laughs> but, and, and, yeah. and also, yeah, other organizations that they want help to them. help the, the Latin community. The Latin community. And I, I see more, um, I see more Latinos and more Mexicans. They're really proud. They're really so proud where they come from where the roots come. I see more Cinco de Mayo. Well, this Cinco de Mayo is not really real, real, real fiesta. But I think um, uh, I think we had the Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Who is the best? I think we had the best culture on the Day of the Dead. I was thinking, wow, when I was in New York and I see that on Rockefeller Center and I see the altar there and I was like, oh my God, we did it. We're here. We, we show the culture. We are so proud. Well, yeah, we have to, th- to thank the, the, the people who did the, the movie, Coco, mm-hmm. because there is so much meaning to, to that and mm. it brought so much attention to the culture and to the transition and how we celebrate life. Mm-hmm. And also um, Will Smith with his uh, video now with the butterflies and the, the changing um, of the life. Mm-hmm. So I think they bring attention and people are more interested in, in learning more about what this is about. Exactly, because we are, we, we it's so much talk about uh, the day of the dead. Because they say more transform the, the death to life. And there's so many meanings about that. And, and I was like, wow, it's I really, I really, I think this is the, the most, the more party for me is La Fiesta Más Grande is for me. <laughs> That's the best. It's not even, um, uh, I don't know. I think I, I, I really like, I really love it. And I was so happy when I was there and see how our, the Mexican culture is involved. And and we'll see how people prowl and watch it uh, that that altar over there in, in New York, and I hope so. We bring it here to New Haven, and mm-hmm. I hope so. All artists like you, Teddy, and other artists, um, to show more and sing and making more um, artistic altars. Um, I think more, like more together, working more like family things. Well, I think this has, um, this is uh, like a teamwork. Mm-hmm. When James Bond went to Mexico City to do the movie and there is the scene where they are doing the chase while the dead of the day, mm-hmm. the parade of the, the parade. day of the dead is going, uh, Mexico adopted that as a yearly tradition. Yes. So it was because they came to Mexico. And so now has become even bigger celebration Mm -hmm. because who has not seen that movie? Exactly. (laughs) And and like you say, um, there is so much meaning into the, the, the celebration. Uh, it comes, you know, from the ancient cultures, and uh, we would they be talking from, about uh, yes, a long time. Uh, yes, uh, what the inframundo, the the layers, and what the the seven um, layers of the the. El infierno de los infiernos, los siete infiernos. Right, and also um, the meaning of the seven layers of the. Del cielo. Yes. Mm. Of the sky, the seven up and the seven the, down. The altar, uh, the mm-hmm. altar, white, yeah, yeah, white. There's and, so and the many meaning meanings. Every, everything that has in there, um, you know, the paper, the wind, the the light, the candles, uh, the flowers, and the guide, the souls that come and, and the the. And they believe There's that so they're going to the come f- and eat their favorite food and then the you flame, put their favorite was, drinks. <laughs> and the flowers. I can't believe it. I was, um, I had to be know all these. And I was thinking the flowers, are, also the name, mm-hmm. they have There's, some meaning too. Yeah, they, they, so many petals in the flower and the scent. 
uh, that is just so typical from those uh, those times. And I remember, you know, when you get to the Day of the Dead in Mexico, you smell the calabaza, the dulce de calabaza, uh -huh. the the pumpkin, La caña, uh, the sugar cane, um, las calaveritas de azúcar, the sugar skulls, yes, and so, oh, yeah, it's, uh, and uh, the, el, el camino de flores, mm -hmm, that is bringing the souls, the, the petal um, flower, and everything, and that the is smell guiding the, the souls, yes. And I remember my grandma, she used to make a mole, mm -hmm. and uh, she was making uh, atole, Café, she put mezcal, tequila, and I was like, wow, I was like, grandma, the party? <laughs> why is, how many, how many people go, and, and my grandma say, we are so big, she say, it was big, but they're not here, but they're coming. Yeah. We tried to grab some fruit, I remember my grandma, she, she don't like it, we should say, es, es para los muertitos, no los toque. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really good, and I was that thing that's traditional. Like we need to be um we need to be proud of that things. And yeah, and like you were saying about the Cinco de Mayo, well, it has become popular here, but not in Mexico. It's not as popular because it's not the Mexican independence. The mm -hmm. Mexican independence is in September, and so. But it's nice that they talk about Mexico and they eat a lot of um, guacamole in those days. <laughs> well, it's more because this. I think the gringos, the 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 gringos, um. They celebrate because it's more like Corona, the, the, you know, the beer Corona. Well, they celebrate because the um, United States had something to do in that battle also. Mm -hmm. And so the French and, you know, Mexico was the battle with the French in Puebla. Mm -hmm. And at that time, Mexico won, but then there were several other uh, battles. And so I guess um, because in, there was some involvement mm -hmm. in I don't know when it came to be so popular, but it started getting so popular, and now it's like a big celebration, and so that's nice. Everybody knows uh, tacos. Cinco de Mayo is a loco taco. <laughs> that, that's nice that they can oh think God. of Mexico. So um, I'm just, uh, when I just talk about it, I just said it's not, um, it's not, really it's, not the, it's not the big celebration in Mexico. Yes, they observed the, the, the day because it's, uh, it was a battle, the battle of Puebla, mm. but not, um, it's not the Mexican independence. So some people mm, thought know. it was the Mexican independence. That's why it was such a big celebration, but no. No, <laughs> no, it's not. So, so we are back to here. We was, I was thinking. So, uh, that it, you was, you would say you had to um, every time you take your class to mm -hmm. Mexico to uh, vocabulario and and you taking this class where um, the best uh, teacher I I don't remember his name. Uh, the vocal class I uh, when when, when I was you, in Mexico, uh, yeah. Are you taken by? I think um, your class you're taken by. Um, uh, here I take uh, two classes. Okay, okay. So you was back to Mexico, and your what did you do? Your I think you was doing some video or some. Oh, uh, you're film, talking something? about the the video the 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 CD mm -hmm. now recently? Yeah, I, I guess yes. Okay. Uh, well, when um. When I was uh, a teenager, um, as I was growing mm -hmm. up, I mm -hmm. took lessons with the other teachers. And I remember one time I had a summer um, course mm -hmm. and the teachers in that school, there were two 
um, senior teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, they were a couple and they were so sweet. And there were some teachers coming from other states. I remember this girl from Veracruz. And um, my sister also was taking guitar lessons and I was taking piano lessons. Mm -hmm. And I, in one of the classes, I think it was Solfeo, and the teacher wanted us not to forget about our roots. And he uh, named us up with the as, uh, names in Nahuatl. Mm -hmm. So he named me Xochiquetzal. Mm -hmm. And he taught us two songs in Nahuatl. Mm -hmm. wow. And I, one, I liked it so much that I learned it. And the other one, I didn't get to learn it very well. But after so many years, mm -hmm. I have forgotten that I, I even learned that song. And mm -hmm. one time I was in the kitchen and I said, oh, I know a, 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 a song in Nahuatl. And I started remembering and I said, oh, I know the song. And, I, and then I uh, said, yes, I know the song. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing it well. And I wish I could have the music because I, I really like it. It was, I think I was like 13 years old when yeah. I took that, that course. That's, I want to, I want to say Nahuatl is the, is, um, I don't say the, the, I don't want to say the, the, it's a language, but it's not the language, it's dialect. They're speak in Mexico and other places like Zapoteco and, uh, we have many dialects in Mexico. So Nahuatl is all dialect from the old people from background. Um, that's right? Well, a lot of people speak uh, Nahuatl. But still, and it's still, and, and I think are um, right now with the new, well, right now the, the new, new generations, the new generation, the new government, they try to back everything again. They try to back the Zapotec, the, the, all this old dialect to, to the people. Well, I think... Um, I've seen some people who want to to, to teach and mm -hmm. to learn more about their, their the, those languages, and mm -hmm. I think that's great. I have a friend that I made in Facebook, uh, with Dan Vera, mm -hmm. and he um, he composed some songs in Nahuatl, and I think he he did a great job, and he's in Europe. And so we became friends, and I admire him because this music really is is nice, and, and he did it in Nahuatl, and it's the singer Hispanic has language. a beautiful, beautiful voice too. And he, um, this teacher who uh, passed away, mm -hmm. he, uh, he was in Mexico, and he get um, se asesoró con este maestro, and mm -hmm. so. Um, It, it's really wonderful work. So I wish maybe I can record that song in Nahuatl and learn more in Nahuatl. Why not? This, we, we really, I was thinking we really need back to all these um, pre-Hispanic things. And I, I think now in this time, everybody love it. All mezcal and uh, I think chocolate, chocolate, Cafe, all these things. Also, the the now the dress embryonary things now embroidery, yeah. They they back again. So um, so I guess the old pre-Spanish things now we are they are here again. So I was think maybe one day we want to start talking a little like Spanglish now. We want to start talking some now now what and and Spanish things. And I was I was thinking, 
I wish to be um, learning something Zapoteco because I remember my grandfather, he used to sing in Zapoteco, but... Oh, how nice. Yeah, yeah, but I just, I don't know what they say. <laughs> and also, this, when I remember we go to the to buy something to to the plaza, and he was, my, my grandma, she was talking Zapoteco too, but I don't know what she's, what is yeah. she talking? And, and I think also what happened at that time, it was like to be accepted to speak Espanol mm -hmm. and they, they suffer also from the Spanish speaking people, you know, that mm -hmm. oh, if you don't learn the Spanish, you can, you can grow in your education. So I think that's why maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure that they didn't want to teach their kids the language because it's they thought, oh, you know, if he doesn't, they the don't same. speak Spanish. Exactly. I was thinking to, I was talking to this, uh, the, the girl, she, she come with me sometimes to the podcast, Alma, and I was talking about, she, she speak well. Uh-huh. So I was thinking it's the same where we, like a father, we need to, we need a kid, the, we want to the kids speak the language and being be better than us so that's why we are focused and speak more english and some kids they don't speak spanish because some some parents they want to be do that because they don't want to happen in the same on mexico i guess i was thinking but you know what is so so um, marvelous that kids can learn so many languages and i think if they learn spanish English, Nahuatl, or Zapoteco, or French, or Italian. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they can learn so many, yeah. so many languages, so I think that uh, it's just to be conscious about the that we are smart. <laughs> yes, and I was um so now in this time today we were talking about more of your Korea and everything, your folklore, um, dancing. Um, you're talking about love because you're now you do something about that. Um, the romantic uh, CD that I have. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yes, I recorded this, um, the CD in Mexico, Tere Luna Romantica, mm -hmm. and these are 11 boleros, mm -hmm. and these are songs that I learned and I heard when I was little, and um, my parents love music mm -hmm. as I told you mm. uh, my dad's from a place where uh, there are uh, so many celebrations and they have the La Banda del Pueblo y, 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 y La Cantante fiesta. y Opera y Fiesta, exacto, que si la ceremonia y que si la... Este, es lo clásico en el, México. El, el, los santitos. Y, ¿no? en México, ¿no? y, y con eh, música eh, de, de todo tipo. Entonces, eh, pues en casa se escuchaba la música. We, I um, listened to different kinds of music uh -huh. since I was little. And, uh, from ranchera to boleros to opera, eh, classical music, eh, Brazilian music. So that was so, so nice for me. And I learned the songs. Mm. I didn't know the meaning till mm. later on. <laughs> and so eh, these boleros are some of the songs that I would listen when I was little. Mm. So um, to me, it's very exciting that I was able to, to record this song and that my parents get to, to listen to this because they were su great support for me uh, while I was in Mexico. They were with me in the long hours of recording. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so they have been great supporters. 
And my family, all my family also great supporters. And so now I'm promoting my my CD. It's in Spotify and iTunes and uh, YouTube Music. So um, I am really happy. The arrangements are great, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so I have six um, boleros that were done by Jose Antonio Hernandez, mm-hmm. El Pelado de Mexico. Wow. And then um, the other five uh, songs, uh, El Maestro Nachito Gutierrez is the one who did the the, the other six, five uh, boleros. Okay. So I put them all together so mm-hmm. then I could do the CD. So originally I was going to just uh, put them on the, um, on the platforms, mm-hmm. but then I thought... Um, I want to sign my records for whomever wanted to purchase it. So I also have the hard copy. I was I was the other day I was listening some um by Spotify mm-hmm. and I was I was wow. Um you know Tere, I really like Besame Mucho. Mm-hmm. And I like how you are you're singing. Can you sing it a little bit of that? Okay, let's see if I have the music here. And while I get the music, we can talk about a little bit oh, of, of I don't other things. It doesn't matter which one, but I I was listening all, but I like Pesame mucho. mucho. Okay, let me see. Oh, Historia de un Amor. Ah, that one is good. Yeah, eh, Los Dos también, but uh, all, all are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I see all uh, Sabor this. a mí, total. Sí. Oh, okay. Que, La um, Gloria eres tú. Mucho corazón. Wow. Just a little bit. Uh, we don't want it to cut off <laughs> for, for the podcast because uh, no, the no, music. No, okay. <laughs> that's that's the podcast. Just a little bit, right? Oh, okay, that was great. <laughs> el, el director, the director is saying, um, that's enough. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's, it's a really pleasure to to be here, Terry. And Thank you. Doesn't matter, we was <laughs> whatever happened today, I think um, I'm happy, I'm happy and thank you so much and i hope to see you next time and we need to work together and like i said you're my godmother or my aunt <laughs> mi tía, <laughs> mi, mi, you're really support me a lot on well, when i start you. my career like art artists and everybody know about that that's they say oh she's your aunt she's your godmother but they don't know why <laughs> <laughs> it's my pleasure i think um we all start somewhere mm-hmm. and um, we don't we are not perfect at what we do when we start so mm-hmm. as we grow and have practice and we keep on learning then we get better and um, some people don't appreciate that because some people are perfectionists and I consider that um, that's, okay. that's not how it happens you as you fail fail and grow and learn uh, the thing is just to be consistent and to have discipline 
and passion and exactly they have the passion and just uh, um give it all what you got every day every time that you paint or every time that i sing i'm gonna do the best because that's what i'm 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 showing respect to to the people and to myself to show my best Thank you. Now I was thinking, so uh, right now you have some concerts or you have to go some? Uh, well, I'm uh, planning mm -hmm. some activities and uh, next, uh, next Saturday, year. next Saturday we have something yeah, at this yes. place. Um, the, there's the coffee shop over there. We She's going to sing and we have um, another show. And, um, and we have some painters that are going to bring their art. Their art. Joel, and Sally, and... And Israel. Yeah, and then probably you bring your paintings I, too. My paintings is there. Yeah. And I'm going to say some poems. And uh, we want to we wanna express. We want to express uh, and everything. And that's why uh, we want to call um, La Posada. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's going to be a great celebration. So thank you for inviting me to that uh, uh show also and i thank you for for this uh, podcast and of course we're going to be continue working together and because i have other things also that i'm doing my projects you know i see you're busy <laughs> meditation and the uh, delta healing uh, sanación the healing delta Mm -hmm. Arcoiris, Saracen Delta Arcoiris. You, you always tell me you take it, you was taking some and bio, class. Bio -neuromo, bio uh, ¿Cómo? You was taking class with this, uh, why, this, uh, el, el señor este que. Oh, que uh, with the, the, the two, the el two indiano. teachers, which one? El, el, el que da las clases, ¿cómo se llama este señor que es clases muy famoso en sus libros? Las clases de meditación. Oh, with meditation the Chopra, I got my certification on primordial sound meditation. You, that's why you was, now you start thinking something, and I, I, I was watching your Instagram. You have a new Instagram for that? Yes, because I'm, I, um, I'm doing the, the teaching on the meditations, and... Um, also the accompaniments of bioneuromotion, the bioneuromotion accompaniment, and the sanación del tarcoides, the healing rainbow arcoides. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But I was thinking, wow, you're, you're really busy. <laughs> I, you know, I think that um, we, we keep on learning. I love to learn. Mm -hmm. And when this... Um, For these two years that we have gone through this situation, mm. um, I wanted to learn and then I decided I want to do it and I think it's the best time because we need to, I, I want to share my knowledge, what I have learned with other people that need, you know, peace of mind, that um, need to most, yeah, come many kids out they of have this, um, exactly this depression and then, uh, you know, come their 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 inner thoughts and get so 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 kindless <laughs> things yes and uh, we need to yes, be focus so more on that and yes that's more why kids. i want to to share this and i started that that uh page because i want to also do that okay so i'm gonna say thank you thank you for all the obvious thank you for the uh, the listen to us We are chap 10 and I want to say um, Mujeres del Siglo XXI. 
21st Century Women. Just listen for Spotify, iTunes, and all blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. Thank you, my love, for everybody. Ha, ha, ha.